And welcome to That Horror Cast. I'm Mallory Smart. And I'm Dimitri Samarov. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing the 1982 John Carpenter film, The Thing, starring Kurt Russell. The Thing is a pretty intense and kind of mysterious movie. It takes place in remote Antarctica. A group of American research scientists are disturbed at their base camp by a helicopter shooting at a sled dog. Not gonna lie, that was one of the more disturbing scenes for me, especially because I found the dog adorable. When they take in the dog, it brutally attacks both human beings and canines in the camp, and they soon discover that the beast can assume the shape of its victims. This is a thing that we eventually find out is a theme in many of our future podcasts. I'd also like to add that this was probably recorded three episodes ago, but I got on a pretty big vampire kick. It's based off of a 1938 novella called Who Goes There, which just sticks with another common theme that we keep picking horror movies that actually correspond with horror books that we haven't read. I'd like to add that I think we've only actually read maybe two of the horror books, and by we, I mean me. So here is our episode about The Thing, and I really hope you enjoy it because I love that movie, and I think you will too. Yep. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yeah, that's lit. Okay, can you hear me? Cool. I can. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. All right. I'm just getting over Ooh, it. That's had a not good. head cold, like a pretty severe head cold, almost a week. It was shitty. Yeah, it was shitty enough that the only time I left the house for like three days was I imagine it three came days up was negative. to bike to CVS to get a COVID test. You know, to get a, like a, yes. I mean, I figured it was a head cold. It felt like a head, you know, like what it was doing. I'm it's just say, that it had that been like two thing. years since I've had any That was the best part kind, of the quarantine you know? is no one was actually getting felt sick weird. I forgot how to be other sick, than COVID. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't get shit. Be- yeah, because you're so isolated. Yeah, and masked and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. you but get now, some nasty-ass you know, I mean, people, too, who are all, like, gross and unhygienic at bars. I was looking up, like, an old, like, very timely entry from, like, March 1st, 2020, where I was actually noticing how fucked up and gross people were. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's how we are. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, and yeah, my bar went, you know, we reopened up until last Friday when the mask mandate went back in. Like, Are you guys still open? Or? We only had one employee that okay. ever wore a mask, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I worked Sunday. I, I, I almost called off sick, but then yeah, the boss called and apparently a, a server there had had a seizure, like in... We had we've had a rash of fucked up, fucked upness there, uh, and it's I think it's partly because the owners just like mm-hmm. threw us into the deep end of the pool. Like there was no like soft opening or anything. We just fucking opened like nothing had changed, you know. 
And uh, so it's been a little bit janky that way, you know. Uh, yeah, two people with seizures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, the the first guy was a dishwasher. He had a pre-existing condition. He has epilepsy, you know. Uh, and he's like now no, no longer working there because he's done this twice now. And it's something to do with the light, <laughs> like the shitty lights in the kitchen. And, you know, and he's a drunk. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, yeah, like all, all kinds of shit, and it's just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little much sometimes. I can never work in a bar, there. not for uh, those reasons. Yeah, I just that's life these days. I actually have really bad hearing. I don't understand how bartenders like do it because like <laughs> the music is loud. Yeah. Uh. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have to lean over and stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonder that uh, I've mm-hmm. done that job for so long because, yeah, my hearing's shot from all the rock shows and stuff. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, with any ambient noise, my, oh, yeah. my hearing's shitty. But, you know, they know to That's yell. That's usually what <laughs> I know? love doing as the person the, who's getting a beer. Yell out what like, they want. Angry Orchard. <laughs> angry Orchard. People try treating you like a moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So it, it worked. Look, you, you know, there, yeah, as you know, it's it's that's all correct, and you know, whether there's Speaking a will, there's a way. If you really want something, that you I gotta called her. be vocal She's about like, it. "What? What do you want, human? What is this angry orchard?" Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you haven't I think I'd be able to get a dog to do so. My cat, she, she is a smart <laughs> individual. She's just like. She hears me, yeah. she understands yeah. me, she knows what I want, but her attitude every time is, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Which is kind of depressing, but leading totally yeah. into the movie, right. the dog that I've always wanted, and I just found out that we can't have him in my apartment building. I was just like, yeah. seriously, why? Yeah, I want to have a husky. Uh, so oh, were you talking about having a dog? in the opening scene of this movie. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Man, yeah, that yeah, you need a bigger place for a husky than your your place is small. <laughs> they need they need like a range to roam. They need they, they need the tundra. Like, I want to move <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that has good land and shit cuz the husky's a big motherfucker, yeah. but sure. when I was talking to the building people, I was just like, "Oh, is it a yeah. weight thing?" No. There's just like yeah. a list of breeds. And for some reason, Husky is on there. Yeah. One person actually has um, oh, a really? Bernice Mountain Dog. And you know, those things are huge. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I wonder who voted on the... Maybe it's because some some dogs are uh, will bark at everybody passing in the hallways. Because mm-hmm. I know that's a big issue in, office, in uh, big apartment buildings like yours is. Like, neighbors will complain and complain, you know? Maybe they figured out which dogs can deal with that, or, like, if we're allowed there's, to like, complain, 500 other really dogs like or whatever, then it's a problem. Apartment I don't know, I'm 11. just guessing. Good. They, they don't give a fuck about their dog. Okay, we, we can do that. We can, we can use this. Healing yeah, too. let's use it this podcast as a complaint line for your apartment building. Well, yeah, this is a, this is our crossover. <laughs> it's time to get 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 some of that textual healing millions in love. 
over here. God, it's so lonely, weird that little, people are actually starting to show. listen to us. I'm just like, why? <laughs> you got the email? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. The the you remember I I uh, I emailed you the the pub the publicist about some uh, horror book. Yeah, she yeah she doubled she she uh, followed up. Uh, so I had to force like I'm I'm actually like. Mm-hmm. I don't get enough of those things to just flat out ignore them. I actually answer almost everything. So I I, I wrote no thanks, you know, because I, I don't read horror books. Yeah. You know? I mean, as as a rule, I don't, you know, not specifically. And I read enough. I have other shit. I, I, I do reviews. And then I have books I need to be reading for my own shit for research. I just, yeah, I realize I don't, I don't have... It, I, it actually dawned on me because this guy pressed these books into my hand at the bar, <laughs> probably the same day he like got me infected with his fucking head cold. I, I've, I've one, one guy I'm blaming for all this for my week of misery, but uh, he handed me the stack of books. Each one was like uh, individually like uh, you know sealed in like plastic. It's from his it's library, so you know, and he was lending them to me, like unprompted kind of thing. Like, yeah, and I was, I was, no, actually, you know what, uh, yeah, I ran into him on Wednesday, which is when he gave me the cold, and then Sunday, when I was back at work, and not feel, feeling kind of shitty still, he, he showed up with this stack of books, and, like, made this whole show of how, you know, what, what a privilege it was that I would be reading these books that are important to him, and I was out of it enough to just take them. And then at the end, I was cleaning up and putting my shit away to ride home, and I I just set them aside. Like, I'm I'm not even taking these home. Like, I'm I'm leaving them at the bar, and next time I see him, I'm going to give them back and thank him, but say that, you know, my reading time is is limited, and I don't read that fast. And you're like mm-hmm. hijacking. One one of the activities I most love See, to do, you know what I mean? I'm it's someone kind of not who fair. just forgets to do it. I, <laughs> when I, I thought about tend it. not to even tell somebody that I didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're. I mean, you're a publisher, so you, you, yeah, you get like, inundated. Seriously, sure. like I was uh, even asked to do like a blurb for a friend's book. More than me. I totally forgot about it. It's coming out right now. <laughs> and I was like, God oh, damn, mm-hmm. I was supposed to do that. I had a good thought about it, too. Oh. Yeah. I dig it. I, I, just, I, I just did one for a mutual friend of ours. But, yeah, it was cool. I, I, yeah, I've, I've done most of the ones I've been asked to do, the blurbs. Not that many, but I've done some. I mean, but I'm also the asshole that will read the whole fucking book before I do it. You know, like, I'm not... I'm not, you know, Martin Amos or somebody who reads like, you know, a sentence or just makes um, something up. You kind know, of people who are like, this is a must read, book, like riveting. A <laughs> I take. Yeah, this yeah, book will yeah, change dazzling. Your life. Or whatever, yeah. Or they use the, you know, they they open their notebook and find or some they just choice go to their phrase that they and be like. like Let's see what's something nothing, everyone else says about the, the other thing, books. You know? A must-read. Yeah. yeah, but I'm also, like, yeah, I'm also very much of two minds on the whole blurb thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's an advertising tool solely, you know? So 
So you put a famous person's name on the back of your book. That's the thing why, one, I don't like getting blurbs and So it's kind of books. gross to begin and with. And two, you know? when it comes to giving blurbs for people, <laughs> I'll do it. But I always want to be like, I don't think my yeah. name carries any weight, though. Like, I'd, I think you should get someone else. Yeah. Yeah, the first time I was ever mm. asked, I was really torn, actually, because I read the book and I didn't like the book. And I was like, shit, should I just say no? And then I, I talked to a couple of other people and people that had done it before. And it wasn't some, obviously, somebody asking me at that point, uh, it was like early, I, I guess I'd had the one, the first book was out or something. It was a while ago. And like turning down somebody who's like up and coming and has asked you for this favor, like is kind of worse than... Mm -hmm. And you can say something kind of like neutral, you know, descriptive without saying what you really think, but like just flat out refusing, uh, unless there's something super offensive or something in the book, which wasn't the yeah, case. Yeah, definitely. But it's probably not worth it, you know, to, to insult a person that came to you with a favor. And if you have the time and I had the time. Yeah, I mean... So one thing, yeah, if you're so busy, I you just have no time, I definitely feel bad because I said yes no. to doing this blurb. Yeah. There's an etiquette to it, I think. I did. I said yes to oh. doing the blurb, <coughs> oh. and the writer is oh, a friend of mine. Oh, flaked. <laughs> and he was like, I'm so psyched you're doing the blurb. And I was well. like, yep, I'll get it to you next weekend. And I have no idea when that weekend was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, just get back like, to him and say, well, you, you know, people, my if you know me, you know travel, that I tend to forget really shit very easily. In the end, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's just going to burnish your legend, you know, like all, all the people you ignore. Because, you, you know, the people really? that I ignore that. others are the ones that. I, I will, will just continue to ignore everyone. <laughs> You know, I mean, look, look, look at the people that treat each other really, <laughs> others around them really okay, badly. Yeah, the, like so many of them are so then. fucking I'll successful. I'll work on that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. So how do we tie this yeah, into I'll the thing? Uh, John Carpenter's later. the thing. You already, I assume you already did <laughs> we'll the, your that intro, happens. right? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, in 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 post in. In with your editing uh, wizardry, you'll tie you in all these choose. various strands, or at least some of the wh whatever ones you think are funny enough to include. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's one. Uh, yeah, before I forget, like I was listening to this other show uh, hosted by a millennial, and she she made the statement that millennials basically their personalities are mostly like just a a collection of the brands that they endorsed, that is their personality. Yeah, it's kind of stopping me, too. What do you think about too. that statement? Uh, <laughs> it sort of stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> like, is that an accurate... I, I mean, don't it's, think it's, it's kind of a, you know, it's a shit take, obviously. I don't think it's on, you know, it's making fun you. of yourself. I mean, I think she was talking oh, yeah. about the difference between generate, like the way, yeah, we talk about this stuff sometimes, you know, the differences, be, like in broad strokes, you know, super like cl cliche or stereotypes of generations, you know, 
It is true that, yeah, we millennials do. We definitely seem, do. Seem, you know, mention brands a lot. We, we like mentioning <laughs> yeah. that. So it's, a th- it it's is part of people. your thing. The ethos of your, peop- See, of your people. See, that's your right there. <laughs> the people of your planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, so how did, yeah, yeah. What, what, did, uh, what made you choose this one? I mean, I, I assume you've seen this movie a bunch. Was it I mean, really? It's, it's a real classic, although a total flop when it came out, weirdly enough. But yeah, it was a flop. Yeah, it, it got its real audience through video, yeah. But it was up against, I, I just looked this up I, and realized one of the reasons why. It was up against E.T. And people wanted yeah. more like positivity and this is a real down or negative movie, you know? <laughs> like it is, is a pretty bleak worldview from start to finish uh, and bleak stance on the human race, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I always felt that <laughs> as, Carpenter... As is Carpenter's mm, won't, That was going to be a you know, hot and, take. An unpopular take. I will say I, I think Carpenter is a better director than Spielberg, but all right, that's another conversation. That's 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 uh, not that's uh, that would be baseline for me. I think Kirk, you know, Spielberg's horrible, but but you know, Spielberg. It's it's a it's sort of apples and oranges. Spielberg is you know he's a mythologizer and. You know, he's you know he's he's one of our many yeah, reasons. like the dolls, American you know? exceptionalism <laughs> myth added with daddy issues. A lot of that, yeah. Uh, daddy's always gone, yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you, <laughs> as a child in 1982, I fucking went to ET and hated it. I hated ET because I didn't. I felt manipulated by it. Because it's a fucking manipulative, you know, like treacly piece of crap. I was gonna and say, aside from that popularizing is the only like, standout thing for me in that movie. To say about that movie, I love Reese's Pieces. <laughs> but that movie was jai fucking enormous. I mean, it was yeah, it was the second coming, you know, <laughs> like at that time. And I felt, you know, for one of the early, but. Uh, uh, like a foreshadowing of much of the rest of my life, like feeling very alone in a crowd, you know, well, of, of people that were like just lapping the shit up and I, I just been with was you. not getting it. That message was being really <laughs> lost on me, but maybe because I, I was a, a weird immigrant kid. So it was a weird movie. Maybe, maybe that was part of the problem. Uh, I was not buying what he was selling. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the... Uh, yeah, so the thing, so when's the first time you saw it? Do you remember? Were you a kid? Was it one of these ones where your older siblings, uh, like, forced you No, that you was just one I randomly got with, into or? myself because I really liked Halloween, and I just eventually started developing a taste for John Carpenter. So, mm-hmm. I also just kind of like that kind of, like, vibe mm-hmm. when it comes to movies. Oh, he's like, got you a know, lot Invasion of, of the Body I mean, Snatchers. We obviously, like, covered this shit with The Hidden as well. Very similar Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a real basic sort of human fear. Yeah, and it's in ton, I mean, you could we could do like yeah years of shows about just about movies where like these mm-hmm. creatures possess people you used to know, you know, and they turn them into something else. It's like just you also have to appreciate the cast as well. And it hops around, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a great cast full of like people that. 
before and after, like, you know, did lots and lots of... Who's your favorite character? Uh, ...well-known stuff. Uh, did you have a... Uh, <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> for probably the Wilford Grimley one. <laughs> the Blair... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love when he just goes nuts and they have to lock him in the shed. I just the love shed. how quickly they and turn out each other. They really just... They don't <laughs> hesitate too much. He... he Well, I mean, you got to think, you know, put yourself in that spot. You're isolated in a fucking tundra. Uh, you got a lot of time yeah. to, to, to live in your own fucking head. And they're drunk most of the time, you notice. I mean, they, you know, one of the first scenes is you see them drinking all the time because they have nothing else to do except for watching reruns of The Price is Right. And he's like, oh, I lo- that's a, another great scene when that guy says, oh, I, saw, I know how this one ends. <laughs> he takes the tape out, you know, like... Can you imagine? That's how bored you are. You're rewatching games. Can you imagine like rewatching Jeopardy or something over and over? (laughs) Be like, I already know. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just uh, like that some characters had like weird names, like Ready and stuff like that. Through others, yeah. It's like, dude, it sounds like an action figure name. Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, Kurt was Ru- he at uh, that Kurt point? Was Russell that was a kind of an action figure for a while there? You know. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask uh, you. <laughs> was this uh, was Escape from New York before this or after? I mean, so, yeah, I, I'm guessing Escape from New York was before, but I eighty one. Be I, I suck at dates. I'm terrible. Well, let, fuck it. Eighty one. Eighty two. And the thing was eighty two. No. Right around 82. Yeah, so right before. So they'd worked together. Yeah, and I know, yeah, I think Kurt, Rus- Kurt Russell was involved in producing this yep. one. Yeah, I got to say, so, he, I really mean, he was, you know, was a pretty big well star at that time. For someone you know? who only had like a year to do so. Yeah. True. <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, you know, there's a lag for shooting and stuff. Who knows when all these things were actually shot and stuff. He you know, he's a young enough the, man. Like, I bet he'd grow out his hair pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> For those who don't know that quote, that's from Jeremiah yeah. Johnson. Uh, I mean, yeah. You know. That's an old movie uh, most yeah. people don't know. <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah. It's been a while. I, I know that movie, but I don't. I'd have to be refreshed. It's yeah. The problem with watching a lot of movies is they kind of cancel each other out. You know, it's also one of the beauties because really? like when I revisit some of these movies, it's most That's of them. That's kind of what I got never seen with before. this. Just a little bit it's, because it's, it's so been great. a while since yeah, I've been I love there. It. <laughs> and I got my boyfriend to watch it too. Yeah. No, he's really what, what struck you this lately because he's getting oh, to watch he, a lot of movies he's, he's seen never it before, seen. Or? Oh, sweet, good. Uh, if nothing else, I'm glad that, that, that most gets people some have new seen movie recommendations hopefully. out of us. Yeah, it's like seminal. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, this is one of the more pop, more well-known ones. I would say. I mean. Yeah, I mean, may, yeah, maybe it's not The Shining, but it's it's uh, maybe one I mean, tier like, below that like in, in whatever pantheon there of, is of what was it? There horror is movies. a 50s it's movie that it was like semi-stealing from. 
Yeah, the thing I from another that, world. This is I our think next it's called, but it's all, movie but it's originally it's based also based on a book. Lit. Yeah, the novella "Who Goes There" by John Campbell Jr. Right, 19, from nineteen thirty-eight. Okay, so a lot has changed, obviously, and there were seven hundred fifty mm-hmm. new dra- drafts of this thing before it became Carpenter's version. It's so funny to me when uh, you hear this backstory about a movie that's this simple and elemental going through like. Story if there anything I mean, like what the me, fuck were they being arguing like, are you about? really going to kill the really, dog? Really, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just... Uh, maybe it was like more like, yeah, the sort of like literary, whatever, Gordon Lish kind of editing where you cut and cut and cut, you know, until you're really down to like, do the like essential like, 10 words or whatever, you know, to make this script go. Would be the proper way to go. describe the dialogue? <laughs> It's it's pretty sparse. It's pretty sparse. Yeah, these these people. I mean, you get the sense that even if like some some like flesh consuming alien thing wasn't uh, didn't lay you know lay waste to their little encampment, they they mm-hmm. didn't have long philosophical discussions. Anyways, they kind of sniped at each other and they drank, you know. But they were like all kind of ordinary, like taciturn. Guys that were just like there, just trying to get on with their job. That none of them seemed to be super excited about. Really, some of the autopsy guys were kind of into they it. They didn't but exactly like, other specify than that, what they kind of, did. They just seemed fucking over there. it. We knew of, that you know? they were scientists <laughs> of some sort. I know that's one of my favorite things. Is you know, you the first like see they they showed the little sign for the thing. It's yeah. like a science station. Like what? It, like that's real specific. You but know? the only like, thing yeah, I we can do, say we do science is that here. I have what a kind friend of who's science? a meteorologist, nope. and that immediately <laughs> made me think of my friend because that's exactly what their job yeah. is like. Like where they're just sitting around looking at monitors and also just waiting to see if anything happens. Yeah, yeah. No, that I mean that part is I think super super authentic in this movie is that most of you know empiric kind of work like this is really really tedious and boring it's not it's not the dramatized thing that you have in a lot of hollywood movies where like there's these like eureka Mm -hmm. moments and it's like louis pasteur finding you know (laughs) cure for this and and you like it's it's not that exciting most of it is just horrible and boring you know it's just moving shit around like washing up beakers and stuff you know it's clerical and kind of custodial. Uh, so that part is actually hyper real, even though they never really tell us what the hell I they're doing there. I found it pretty wild like whatever, in the six, beginning with the shootout, <laughs> with the whole dog scenario. How quickly? Yeah. How ready? With the, with we the, Nor- with the like, Norwegians like, that come. Like, it's an American uh, territory Trying to catch this dog, yeah. Now. Like, I don't know. I thought it was weird that, like, they didn't even try and, like, stop to, like, figure out what yeah. was going on. No, uh, no, but they were, I, they also, I mean, it sort of, it showed us the first inkling of, like, this, the thing's kind of uh, devious intelligence because mm-hmm. it hid in a dog. And the Americans are, like, their tendencies to protect the dog. 
you know, like I do appreciate that's how it infiltrated, you know, and you know, not um, Russians because I feel (laughs) in the 80s, you know, it definitely, yeah, they they tend to go more for that as like the stereotypical bad guy, almost like trying to do like the Cold War vibe. But how did we feel about Norwegians back then? Yeah, this wasn't that. This wasn't the... Probably how we feel about them now. Ambivalent. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't, yeah, you know, we, like we, we that probably way. are like jealous the of their looks. Descendants of Vikings or some <laughs> shit. So, well, yeah, actually, yeah, to tie it into that, that question earlier, which you may or may not cut out about the... I know, keep it if it uh, works. The, how millennials, uh, you know, put together their per- pers- personalities. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you can. <laughs> it'll be a teaser for the for the what the fuck is it called? The Patreon crowd that we don't have. Uh, yeah. So that show, the show that the woman made that statement is a show about mm. Knausgard, you know, who is the king of the king of Norwegian writers and. And, you know, who's, I, I would argue, you know, 70 to 80% mm-hmm. of his success uh, is due to his author photo, you know, to what he looks like. <laughs> and he looks like the prototypical, you know, he's like 6'4", this craggy kind of Norwegian guy. See, I, with a cigarette I would read and a leather his jacket, stuff. You know, F- flowy I, hair, I'd be into you know? it, yeah. <laughs> see, I didn't even need to what? see. Yeah, <laughs> see, already, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah, you're ready to read four thousand pages <laughs> about his day to day life. See, maybe it's a millennial thing. We're, we're sold. <laughs> you're ready to go. <laughs> you you already sold. It, <laughs> uh, I I do like the way that one of the yeah, funny things in this movie is funny. where they just keep saying that, that they're Swedish when they're it's Norwegian. It's another American thing. <laughs> it's like whatever, which is like a it's sort of a. We a joke about how Americans just don't fucking like, know it's a different anything language. about we the rest know. of the world, you know? You're all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why don't they fucking talk so, English? Why don't yeah, they talk American? I, I dug yeah. that. I, my biggest question, and obviously this goes into spoilers, but if anyone's listening to this, they don't give a fuck about spoilers. At the end... Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't do that. Do we yeah, feel we're not like, like the, the preview kind of gotcha kind of show or whatever. <laughs> oh no, we, we and we're not doing publicity for any of these do we movies think the either. Thing survived so. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh, because I couldn't decide. Oh, like, I felt like at least question. one of them um, probably had it. Well, I mean, there's. Yeah, so I mean, we don't know much. We don't know. You know, they don't tell us throughout the movie, except for showing that kind of area when they go to investigate mm-hmm. the Norwegian uh, camp, where they dug the thing out from the ice block. Uh, we don't know how long, because the Norwegians weren't around long enough to find out uh, where the thing came from. You know, the only theory they had was that, you know, it thawed out somehow from mm-hmm. from them digging around in there. And then it likes the cold, like it keeps it alive. The cold does. Uh, 
But yeah, it keeps like its whole superpower is that it keeps morphing and it mimics whatever host it's in. So yeah, there's no way that with that kind of morphing and mutating power that like some bit of it hasn't replicated and is in a sleeper cell somewhere, you know, in that encampment. And yeah, I don't get the sense that the two survivors, you know, the uh, Kurt Russell and uh, Keith David, like they're ba- barely getting, you know, they mm-hmm. made this kind of like, they have a tense kind of standoff. They barely fucking even stand each other. See, uh, are they, how much longer are they going to live and like, and are they going to be rescued? Just taking it the wrong way. Like, no, I kind of thought not. that at the end, you know? Kurt Russell had the thing, <laughs> was the thing. Yeah, because he was yeah. so like already that he tri- like, that he set tricked to like torture the entire that he place was okay. and was fine with being in the coal, and it's like really. Yeah. Yeah that that's a sol- that's a solid take. Uh, yeah, I mean, and obviously the the thing is so mm-hmm. adaptive that it it will morph into kind of becoming whatever you need it to be. Uh, so it's learning. It's probably learning as it goes, like kind of like you know like a smart computer or something it it, it gathers more and more data so it can See, replicate my favorite part more and more about like human the thing traits and it's so hard to like hop, talk about like the title the thing and the thing the thing but mm-hmm. i like that it didn't really seem to have any other motive other than replicating <laughs> yeah yeah it's. I mean, all it wants to do is live, and and in that way, it's. I mean, it's a fun. It's a. It's an animal. It's like what every animal is. It's a, what every or. That's probably why it's called the movie is called <laughs> the thing. It's just, yeah. You know, they kind of called it like the organism or something. You know, it's the. It's a basic. I mean, it's what life is. All life wants to do is to keep living. Would have been amazing living, if you know we could have I mean? seen Any its original form. Organism, and that's what it does. Yeah, like yeah, but it's and it's implied that it's implied yeah. that it's from another planet, but it, it that's never proven. Dude, I mean, m- maybe the thing is where we all come from, that's and we deep. are the thing. There's my hot take. Oh, you're not the person who's had the biggest ideas. I was just reading a wild essay about someone who did a Marxist-Leninist interpretation of the story. So, yeah. There are some people who took some really hot takes in this one. Oh, sure. Awesome. Well, it's it's one of these these pieces of art that's open enough that you can... Yeah, you can you can put your thing, whatever your prejudices or tendencies are, you'll you'll put them in there. It's just like the way with with you know with religions, mm. you know. That's why there's a black Jesus, a white Jesus, an Asian Jesus. You know what I mean? Exactly. Middle Eastern Jesus. There's a Jesus for whatever color you are. That that's your Jesus. You know. So as the so, thing, you know, the thing will be whatever. You, Shape you are. Uh, it just makes it sound like a happy movie then. So the thing is just life itself. <laughs> I didn't feel sad or like scared. I, I, you know what? I, I wasn't, I wasn't bummed out by this movie. I mean, it's a really dramatic and it, it's a really um, visually sort of appealing movie because if you think about it, they really pared it down to 
the two basic, you know, it's like, it's fire and ice through the whole movie, you know, and it, it's all taken, mm-hmm. almost all of it is in darkness, so it's real dramatic, just visually, it's, they, they keep firebombing the thing, you know, <laughs> like over and over, because they seem to think that's the only way to kill, destroy it, and it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know, but it's darkness, and it's cold versus mm. ultimate cold versus ultimate heat. Now so I'm it's, imagining it's really like pared down the to paranoia of what if the thing <laughs> never existed yeah, yeah. and they had just it's been mythical. confined too long with each other and they lost their minds. Yeah. Well, oh, totally. Yeah. It, that's another, yeah. Ooh, I mean, yeah, this relates back to, Finally I think, watched. yeah, we talked about it's Solaris good. a while ago. It's got those, some of those vibes too. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Solaris is so good. Uh, and, yeah, it's w- one of the few, like, yeah, you could call it sci-fi, true sci-fi movies that I really love. Uh, because it's not, all it is is it's, a, you know, they it's these people on a spaceship uh, orbiting uh, a planet or an entity that makes, mm-hmm. it makes whatever thoughts or fears they have manifest, you know? <laughs> So like all, all all their demons actually become actual demons, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So it it's got some of that same vibe, the thing, yeah. And Solaris is a little earlier, obviously, but uh, it's it's coming out of uh, you know uh, a similar time it like time there are period, a lot of you know, similar themes you know, in movies around seventies to eighties, you know, it, yeah. And these are, yeah, these are, they're reacting, you know, in speculative form to to political and world events and mm-hmm. the Cold War and, you know, and post-World War II kind of period uh, and uh, kind of a bleak outlook on the, the future of of the, the, the civilization. Uh, there's definitely that undercurrent. And, yeah, like you were saying, yes, yeah, so oh, somebody I coming up with like a Marxist Leninist take takes, on the thing is Cold not War super takes, surprising so to many. Me, you know? <laughs> what is that one Speaking test, of feminists, there's not a single woman in this movie. truly a feminist movie. Oh, I'm looking... <laughs> yeah, this would fail. Oh, be- the Bechdel test? It's so, like... Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, uh, but... Uh, they're, 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 but they're barely even. Are they? They're the thing is is, is asexual, and the men are. The yeah, they're they're, they're men, but it sort of doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It, like like in that area. Yeah, can you imagine throw one woman into this fucking movie? It would it would complicate everything and make it about oh, something yeah. completely the different. Only, it may like, be interesting, but it wouldn't be I feel anything been able like to this like movie somewhat is. Somewhat you know? deal with that kind of scenario is Alien, and that's because there are several women, obviously, in the weird robot yeah. thing. Yeah. It, yeah, I'd have to rethink. Like, it's been a long time since I saw Alien, but obviously, I mean, the hero of Alien is a is a woman, uh, and exactly. the alien woman and women the, won the, that day. The, the uh, human woman. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Wait, isn't that the right, line it's, in it's, Alien it's Two? two they get away from her, you bitch. Right. Yes, yeah, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Which, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll argue uh, uh, that Alien 2 is a better movie than Alien 1. Sigourney but Weaver feels me. stronger. Yeah. The, that'll, yeah, the, the, the ultra nerd. The, the ultra nerds will, Alien will just be, canon, will just Alien be incensed. Two, and like, I don't know. It just it feels so much better. <laughs> f- fuck, fuck the fucking canon. I don't, I don't care about that stuff. Like... Not just about horror movies, but any of it. Like, you know, when they come out with these, you know, greatest films of all time, you know, lists. And obviously they're calculated just to spark conversations and debates. But, like, I look at these, like, you know, 50, 60% of these movies most of the time and I just think they're garbage. <laughs> and I don't know how they, they've exactly. not been erased, uh, a lot of them. You know... Oh, I don't yeah. Like that Chief one. among them is like is movie. Vertigo. I don't know why people love that movie. Vertigo sucks. Vertigo sucks. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> and it was. I think it beat out Citizen Kane like a few years ago. That was a I big. I don't like that big, movie that much either. Hoo ha! You know, like Citizen Kane was the best movie forever. And the, yeah, yeah. I know you don't like Citizen Kane. I like Citizen Kane. I don't know. I also I, yeah. I I object to the whole the whole project of uh, ranking or rating art well, you tell that because to the art Academy. isn't sports. You don't win at art. You know, in art you make. <laughs> well, the fucking academy's bullshit too. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, they, they should be promoting things that are yeah. you know are under under known. You know, like instead they the just most, like. like Fucking like, yearly circle jerk, films. you know, whatever. Well, it's the one tier under the blockbuster. Usually they don't give the awards to the blockbuster because like, the blockbuster doesn't need awards. The blockbuster has the greatest award, which is money. And that you know? was the blockbuster. Like, they have a, a few examples, yeah. It probably did. Yeah, a few... Blo- No, they they do their prestige movies. You know, they put them all out in the fall and up to the winter for the awards, you know. And in the summer, they put out their blockbusters, except for when there's a plague and they can't make money off. God, we had a shit The summer rubes that go to multiplexes. I I, I am not impressed by the films that came out this year. I I don't know. I I think there's, there's plenty of decent movies. I just think there's not, like, movies as... We think of them are pretty much over, as you know, like as a part of the this culture. I appreciate at, TikTok at videos. I like the you Netflix know, stuff I've been watching. There are some movies. good things out there. <laughs> Last night I watched Suicide Squad, and then I was just like, I think I lost a little more faith in Hollywood. Yeah. Have you seen those movies? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, there are two. I uh, Suicide thought this Squad? was a remake, but is I there guess two it's now, a standalone or? sequel. I, I may have actually I seen see the, the first, first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm... If, like, I, I don't see many of the superhero movies. My therapist I, said I, was, I had yeah, to celebrate to my as, book as release day in some way, and yesterday but, just went to hell in every other way. Oh, just like tiny little shit where it was just like, ah, really? come on, what this happened? day sucks. You know, just like, oh. 
Yeah, by the way, the, all the, the, our millions of listeners have to Fuck write in and congratulate Mallory on the, the publication of her, of her book. Congratulate Wait. me later. Yeah, buy the fucking book, and uh, I did the cover. People are loving. I did the cover, the cover for it. By the and, way, you know, I, I worked hard on it. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I think I I'm supposed so to get bad. one of my um, copies in the next day or two. According I like to USPS told you I was going to send it to you, and I think I sent it like yesterday. What? Finally. Why? Yeah. Huh? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, who cares? We were talking before about your flaking ways. This is this is like yeah we we have to know and know know and love uh, people's tendencies. You know, once you know how people are, uh, you, if you get upset exactly. when they act the like, way you know they act, then it's it's all on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, as long as you're consistent, you know. If you're erratic, like, then it, it's harder. But uh, if if you're like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the saving grace. Otherwise, you'd lose. I still don't know why people like me. I, I don't all, get that. All but your that's friends. Cool. <laughs> you know what? But that's that's a tr- don't oh, look in the no. horse's mouth. You, you don't, don't ask that question that answer, because you may not want to hear pause. the answer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't just fucking be, you know enjoy it. It's rare enough. I th- in my life, that's how I feel. Somebody yeah, likes you or like like something yeah. you did or whatever. Don't fucking, don't push it. You know what I mean? Just just take yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. If you push, you poke at them or enough, they'll, like, they'll they'll take it back. You know, like, like a they, part of you they're not investing in it that much. They have like, other oh, shit to wait, deal with. Seriously, you know? <laughs> that fucked up quality about me. That's what you enjoy. Weirdness, but no. Okay, petty white white girl problems. Hmm. I wanted to get a salted caramel mocha yesterday because it was advertised yeah, that what happened? Starbucks were going to have their fall drinks come back. I know, basic white girl. It's the only drink I like from Starbucks, mm-hmm. and they canceled it. What do you mean? Wait, wait. You're like, you I go like to Starbucks every latte, day. How is that the only, <laughs> the only drink you like from them? But I, I only I go there for that. the consistency, and I could walk there. Uh-huh. No, I, okay. I will go to the mat on that one. <laughs> if I don't have to go to Starbucks, I won't go to Starbucks. Yeah? Okay, so no. so Starbucks is not part of your like constellation of millennial personality. That's not one of your brands that make up... Like, who, uh, if that it makes wasn't you, right who next you door, are you or whatever. Like back when I lived makes in you, like, Roscoe Village, there were like a okay. bunch of other coffee shops that are all like in the same vicinity and I never went to Starbucks. I like sure. it when a coffee shop is consistent and I appreciate that about Starbucks is that they're consistent yeah. with the f- chai latte. But some places they could fuck it up. You think that it'd be hard to fuck up a chai, but uh, okay. some, some manage. But yeah, I don't have much reason to go to Starbucks now mm. now that they got rid of my favorite drink I don't understand how they get rid of your favorite drink it's an excellent drink no so yeah so they they decided to mark the publication of that. your books by, um, by fucking if you if there is a god your, your treat they 
<laughs> so we what else happened? To go to so the, whatever, what other white girl misfortune it took befell you yesterday? To get, like everyone to get together, and then uh-huh. as we started driving, uh-huh. the insane storm hit, and like the GPS was like, "You uh-huh. will get there in two hours," and I was like, "Oh my fucking yes. god, hell no!" So we ended up coming back to my place. We ate Portillo's and watched Suicide Squad. If there's anything lamer than that, I can't say. Uh-huh. Portillo's is good. Hmm. I don't know. I, you know, Portillo, I could, I could accept Portillo's as, as part of my, uh, you know, Gen X personality. Probably not, but I like Portillo's, as far cake. as chains like go, solid, I think, there. for what it does. But, yeah, Suicide Squad was weird. Um, uh, not at all what I predicted. Yeah. I thought it was funny because Pete Davidson is in it, the guy from SNL. And he's been, like, yeah. making this huge to-do about how he's going to be, like, a movie actor uh-huh. now. And, like, he's yeah. going to be the successful guy. Which I love listening to people who are like, I have a budding career. King of Staten Island. He, I didn't see he that He had one that yet. one movie he made, he was he wrote, that he's a... St- yeah, yeah, that but, one. Yeah. It's 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 worth it's worth seeing. I don't. I, I didn't know much about him because I don't follow watch, SNL like, or any of that. Too, uh, but but somebody told me to watch it. This is my niece you know. a little bit. I like how her standards are lowering with uh-huh. time. Oh yeah, like before she was really, really, really obsessed with Harry Styles. Now she's oh, yeah. like Pete Davidson. And I was just like, okay, you changed drastically. Really. A skinny white so, dude with so, tattoos oh, so you all think over that's his like body and looks down. like he's on crack at all uh, times. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's wild because he thinks he's going to have this huge movie career. Yeah. And for all I know, he could. But he said he's planning to get rid of all of his tattoos. So he's going to be burning them all off. Yeah. yeah. He's like 28. And Ooh, he said he's going to get be a lot them of all off by the oh. time he's 30. Because he literally has tattoos like all over his yeah. body. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty covered, yeah. Because I saw that movie, the, the Staten Island movie. I got movie, a vibe. So I, I got that, a good like, look at him. Oh, he must have hours, had a really good know? role <laughs> so. in Suicide Squad. But, but you know what? Yeah. They don't fucking have. He doesn't have to go through all and that with, see, with effects now. Clothes. They can fuck. They can erase that the shit way, he in got post-production. Shot within two minutes, uh, and that was his the only vis- role in the visible movie. Visible ones, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, oh, okay. Really, that was that your was favorite good. part. I, mean, I don't know. I don't like, like it, it when they it like took the piss advertise out of his claims, and actors like, like they're totally in this movie and they're barely. That was the highlight the of that movie. Yeah. Well, that's as advertised. It's kind of yeah loops back to our mm-hmm. conversation about blurbs, you know, like where you get the that helps sell the thing, and then I mean you know that like the people that oftentimes there's a another director that cuts the trailer together and it's their job just to sell this like you know thirty second ad basically for the movie. I can definitely oftentimes that. that the trailer is much better than the actual movie, and it's all you need to see. Especially like the longer ones. Well, I see trailers that are like a minute right? or something. And I think, well, I've, I've, 
Yeah, the, yeah, I've now seen the whole movie. Thank if you, you for saving me fifteen dollars or whatever Squad, I would have paid. Then you'll you know? watch the entire duration of <laughs> Pete Davidson's role in the film. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, saved it for you. Oh, okay. See, I mean, yeah, it, it got you hyped up, and and then you know, and it's the, the you know the traditional salesman bait and switch. Really, then they, you know, they sold like you the ticket, and now you're stuck it was with this, like, him two, two hour and then landing. Idris Elba <laughs> and then Viola Davis. And I was like, that is a very weird mix for, like, superhero movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Idris Elba more and more is, like, an action hero, which which is pretty cool. That was uh, a pretty long conversation. Yeah, I think we all they were talking about too. him as the next James Bond for a time. I don't know if he's still... If he's still in the running for that, but uh, really, but you know, to me, Idris Elba will always just be I one thing, which do is bond. the wire. He would, you know, he like would do a good he'll bond. never not be the wire to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he could do. I think he could do anything. I mean, he's a great actor. Yeah, it's funny that he chooses so much kind of garbage, but uh, they're just a lot totally of them do, blindly you know? going off of what their agent tells them to do. Yeah, some of them like just like to work, you know, like they just think, mm-hmm. well, I'm an actor and my job is to act, so this is what I get, so I'm going to do this. And that's what, like, you know, Michael Caine was famous for that. I almost Michael wondered Caine if that was a Gary Oldman for the thing, or for, if he just likes time, challenges. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was Gary Oldman JFK does a bunch of garbage. Yesterday yeah. and I was like, holy shit, uh, is a that lot Gary of them do. Oldman? Like, how uh, many times do you and, watch and, a movie and you think that? Like, wait, was that him? Hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he he's good at disappearing into into parts. <laughs> you know, so he's and, in Harry but yeah, Potter. and yet he does so a lot. I, a I lot didn't of like garbage. him in Harry Potter, so yeah. <laughs> and. I, I don't like him in the Batman movies. I think he's yeah. terrible in the Batman movie. He just totally underplays, you know, which is weird for Gary Oldman. Oh, was that one he's just movie such he so milk toast uh, in those and he's he just like fucking catching a paycheck. For the I think, Oscar last that. year. I think he was <laughs> Churchill. Did he? He won he won for Churchill. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like a, another that's like a lifetime achievement award. That movie sucked. I was gonna say yeah, that and was it was just him in a fucking really fat suit, like you know, doing mannerisms, doing like it's. Yeah, but it was, well, like, I mean, yeah, I know you're you're not a Scorsese fan, Which but one like, was it? Scorsese won an Oscar for the one Departed? of the worst movies, <laughs> you know, but in my my book, but the one you like best, I think The Departed, Taxi Driver, yeah, Wall Street, yeah, it's good. one of his yeah. worst movies in my book. Like, but, I'll like, watch those, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that we don't try no, to convert each no, other. I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to, uh, to. Uh, con- oh no, no, that that what a fucking waste of time. Like, why would why would I want somebody to agree with everything I said? Like, I'm much more intrigued when somebody thinks my issue something with I like or is the same is issue just I bullshit. have That's with Spielberg. Is it feels like he's just constantly <laughs> playing through the same tropes over and over and over again. No, I, I, I mean, I mean, to a lesser or greater extent, you could say that about any director or any artist. I, I think, 
I think every painter, basically, a good painter mm -hmm. has one painting that they keep trying to paint, and they just keep trying to paint it better and better. You know what I mean? I th I find it's a, so it's it's more like a sort of a question of if you're interested in their themes. You know what I mean? And I. I, I totally get why a 30-year-old woman in 2021 would not give much of a shit about what, what Scorsese cares about. That, that is, it's like, totally it unsurprising to point. me. You know very what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, I've, I lose no respect for anyone that doesn't care about Scorsese, but I'll yeah, to say, me, he's, he's like of, baby boomer I don't know, my time, around, you know, like he was be around yeah. before me, you know, <laughs> but yeah, but it's a sweet, it's a sweet spot, you know, like he's of the generation of directors that are considered sort of like the last great oh, Hollywood show. directors, which are ones who came of age in the seventies, you know, right, right before the blockbuster you know, and, you know, Sp you Spielberg know, and Irishman Jaws killed got it all. So hyped up. I never ended up it. watching it. Did you? Uh, <laughs> was it, was it really yes. worth like all that hype? Yeah. Yeah. Saw three times. Loved it. Yeah. I, I don't think you'll like it. Uh, if you, if you don't like it's it's basically a con okay. it's a summing up of Looking all of Scorsese's uh, mob movies, like it it's sort of a it's it's bits of Casino, Goodfellas, uh, even back to Mean Streets, like yeah. the old old Scorsese. You know, like Mean Streets is a great great movie. I, I don't know say if you've I've seen done it, most but of my film it's before homework. Taxi. It's one of his so, early yeah. ones, but uh, it. it <laughs> no, but uh, it's not perfect, but it it gives those guys. It's like a capper. It, it's sort of like an end to that kind of. I feel like he's at that point world, where he's I hope, just. I, I don't think he's going to revisit it again. Don't do anything else? I mean, uh, he's pretty old, isn't he? Some kind of. Crime no, he's thing. working on something. Wow, uh, uh, some kind of crime thing. I forget. Uh, it's based on a. Flower, no, no, something, okay. no, no, but not, not in like, not Italian American, something di like a different world, uh, and something kind of prominent. Uh, you, we can look it up, but uh, I, I think that the kind of like Italian mobster thing, you know, kind of based on uh, real events that, that, you know, he'd been occupied with on and off for God, many I years. God, I just realized, like, I, I was thinking that of him as the so Irishman old, was and kind I of realized a he's the same that, age you know? as our president, and that just made me more depressed. Oh dear God! Well, sure. Well, yeah. Seventy-eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a classic boomer. Yeah. Seeing uh, like. Oh, for what sure. Else he is. Uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, speaking of yeah, Carpenter is about is that generation as well. Uh, John Carpenter. Let's see, how old is John Carpenter? He's still go. Yeah, he's born in forty-eight. So John I'm, Carpenter is a year younger than my parents. Yep. He's seventy-three years old, so he's just—he's a little bit younger than some of them. But yeah, he's that. He's, yeah, he's in there. December nineteen. Scorsese's frequent cinematographer Rodrigo Prieto confirmed that Flower Moon was gearing up to. Yeah. Um, now. It's yeah, something Killers about the Flower Moon. Flower yeah. Moon, and it was postponed indefinitely because of pandemic. So yeah. Yes. Ah, okay. 
Oh, I know, yeah. He's been, he, he had been, he was going to do a uh, uh, Devil in the White City movie with uh, Leo, but, but I, really I, I guess that, that must have gotten shelved too. And yeah, like he, that Leo. was a thing that was supposed to happen. Uh, he has some good ones. I mean, there are a lot of roles. Interesting. Le- He's a Le- Leo, actor, yeah. Leo is another uh, kind of uh, chameleon. He kind of disappears. He kind of he disappears. Yeah, like I, I like him award, though, more than Oscar. I want to. I, think we could all I guess agree that he that was not the movie he needed the Oscar for. Was it the uh, the re- relevant or relevant? Or what did he whatever. what did he win Revenant. for? Revenant. Yeah, where he doesn't talk. Oh, Revenant. He just Re- a lot. Oh, oh, the, yeah, the, the the CGI bear movie. Yeah. No, but like that that was the wrong. It was the other Hardy, guy was Tom much Hardy. better in that movie though. The the bad guy, what's a, a Tom? It was just such a. Yeah, he was much better in that movie than yeah. Leo was. I thought. <laughs> it's a silly movie, but. Same. It's it's a it was fun to watch on a big screen. I saw it on a big screen just because of the effects. But like, yeah, it was a deeply it was silly not movie. Leo's movie. <laughs> I feel like he deserved it for I thought, a lot of uh, other roles. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I liked him a lot in the oh. Uh, yeah. What's it called? I like him and that. I did like. Catch me if you that's can. Spielberg, isn't it? The Aviator. Yeah, I like. I like that's one of the few Spielberg movies I actually like, but a lot of like, it I think I is due to Leo. Yeah, The Aviator is like, pretty solid. Leo movies that I love watching. He's good. Him and Brad Pitt, like shockingly, like yeah, they're very pretty boys, yeah. but like excellent actors. Oh no, Brad Brad Pitt's a great. I think Brad Pitt is a great actor. Uh, yep. Do you ever see uh, the assassination <laughs> of Jesse James by the coward? Robert Ford. I love that movie where he plays Jesse James. I mean, he's not, it's not a big role, but like, saw a thing of like an underrated Kurt Russell classic (laughs) is blowing up on streaming. Which one is it? We're looking. Stargate. I like Stargate. (laughs) I didn't know it was underrated. Stargate. Wow. Yeah. It's been a million years since I saw Stargate. Well, yeah, that's again that that's just marketing yeah. shit. When they say shit, it like made me click. So yeah, blowing up. It's yeah, it's click <laughs> clickbait. Yeah, so it worked. They know what they're doing. And what other? Like, yeah, let's let's see John Carpenter. What other? He doesn't do like, anything anymore. I mean, he's right? had a weird career. John Carpenter. I think he's still, he was, he's, mm-hmm. he tours around with his music because, you know, he did compose the, all the music for these movies. He does concerts. He played at like Talia Hall a couple of years ago. Him, like he plays with his son. He's got Obviously like all this electronic music that he does. I was going to say kitschy. I think he's I trying to do stuff. Kind of like cult classic kind of vibes, you know, like The Fog, Starman, shit like that. Like a lot of these movies. Yeah. Yep. Do you ever see They Live? That's a really good one. <laughs> With uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. He definitely they, has like a lot. Evil Republican. Wow, I just realized that he was the composer for there. the new Halloween movie. With that movie. Intriguing. 
Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of mu- yeah, he composes a lot of music. Are there any uh, like So I think that's John he, that's Carpenter been a lot like of what tropes he's been doing. that you like see like from film to film to film? Whew, I I'm sure there are, but I like I'm I'm yeah. I mean there's there's mm-hmm. definitely a kind of a jaundiced kind of bleak view overall view of humanity. You know, he's not the sunshiniest type. You know, as as broadly speaking, about like our 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 collective fate. You know, I don't I don't think he's got. <laughs> he, he's he super optimistic. He definitely has this vibe that like it, it's very stark. I would say most of his movies are. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah, he's got it's a very minimalist kind of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot of like when you think about it, it's sort of analogous to these soundtracks, you know. It's these kind of like kind of droning, sustained kind of like synthesizer sounds, you know. Yeah, like the do 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 do. I think that's his I think that's his music. Let's let's double check that. I'm on wiki. It'll get me faster. Come on, music. Ah. Film music. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I am too. I just don't say. scan that quickly. Escape from New York, I'm Halloween old. Two, Halloween yeah. Three. Ew, those are some bad Halloween movies. But he is known for his retro nineteen eighty six wave. Yeah. No, he did. He did. Ooh. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it took Carpenter three at? days to compose the entire oh, score for, for Halloween. the film. That would be. This is in the wiki for. Uh, Halloween. Yeah, I was going under just his Mu- section. Musical score, Halloween, yeah. But it was inspired, yeah, inspired by Dario no. Argento's Suspiria, which is not surprising. You know that movie? Dario Argento, ooh, that's like a good one. A list. We, 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 should, we, should, we should talk about that one someday. It was remade, for, yeah, remade for some reason a few years ago for no, no, no ap- absolutely no need. That, at that's least another no one's tried thing, to like touch remake. this Ugh. film, at least. Why? Because I feel like uh, but <laughs> everything that needed to be said, you know, from a novel to an RKO film to this, I think the thing has been pretty concise. Was it? Was the thing remade? If it was? was it, so this one was never remade? Like, there's so many different Man, I'm, I'm afraid to, like, for some reason I think it was remade, but... I, But they, you know, I mean, they've remade, actually, and re, re-upped, like, Halloween a million times. Like, actually remade it. You know, not just the endless like sequels, how, but are we both remakes, looking it up right now? Just, and, yeah, I mean... Oh, I my guess God. This, 2011. Yeah. Why? The thing... There is one, right? Yeah, see, and and you have no you memory of it, which is great. That era, as it should be. Like, why the fuck would you want to remake this movie? If you remember, I like, think they did only remake uh, bad Red Dawn movies. again, and you they know? did Friday the Thirteenth again, and yeah. And a lot of times, yeah, I mean, the studios that own these movies, you know, it's not the director or the creator that owns a lot of you know the rights to these things. It's a company, and once they've milked the last cent out of the original is like, well, what else can we do with this? You know, like, how can we make more money out of it? Let's just start it over for, 
and see if we can bilk, you know, unsuspecting young people who, you know, like have no sense of history. What is it about uh, like that era? And, like, like make I would them say like that we just the late made this aughts, new thing. early, <laughs> well, we call them thing. tens, <laughs> like teens. I don't know. Around that time, there are so many remakes. That's basically teens? like all uh, Hollywood yeah. was able to yeah, turn out that in franchise films. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know it's, they're yeah, it's so a real, afraid of streaming. Real but streaming is what saved of, us I don't know. a little bit. Am- ambition or... Yeah. Mixture of both. <laughs> it forces oh, us to be more creative, or, And or I destroyed. Think, again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it definitely is the end... Like we were talking before, you know, like the end of the the movie era, we're definitely full on in in it, you know, which is why, like, mm-hmm. you think of there's so many old directors who can't get jobs now, like great great directors. Well, like 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 why isn't John Carpenter making movies? Why isn't? Ooh, I love uh, him. I mean, there's so many. John Waters isn't making movies. There's tons of filmmakers. Uh, kind of of that vintage and even younger who can't get hired because the jobs that are out there are are to direct these TV shows or series which they have much less control and mm-hmm. they it's a much more of like a writer's medium it's not a director's medium anymore so their skills and what they're good at is not needed and they're priced out because they they're because of their uh time and service in the guild and stuff they they mm-hmm. require such a high salary that these studios are not willing to pay them you know so they they hire some film kid you know like film school grad who can just sit there and that they can control i was going to make a controversial whatever, statement uh, but then i was just like it's they, not true they can i was going to say he, like, like, i was going to say like, because it's funny, because it's what I <laughs> no, you can you can do. anyways. Who cares? But I was gonna say, I think one <laughs> I of the easier you. jobs on a film set is actually being the director. <clears throat> but see, it's controversial. But I, I think writers and cinematographers and mm. everything they definitely probably have more of the brunt of the work on the film and what like kind of director you are. It it all totally depends on what kind of thing. Yeah, if, if if you're if you're hired to direct, you know, whatever what Ant Man three or whatever, whatever part iteration of a five million part franchise that juggernaut that has, you know, product place like has video games and tote bags and God knows what else, then yeah, you're a tiny cog in the machine and you just do what you're told. But if if you're the director Except of the thing, the you know, that's a lot of a bigger job. You know Mathis what I mean? Mathis von Heisingen Jr. Yeah, ah, sounds okay. like uh, it. Hey, and t- tying in, tying in a Scandinavian guy. Out. Nice. Or or no, may, maybe Dutch. Probably Dutch, but Dutch, like close enough. Yeah, close enough to Northern Europe. So like another tie-in here. <laughs> Dutch, yeah. yeah. Vans, the the en ending gave it away. Now I want to watch again. the 2011 one. That, that's the I, I want to like yeah. do that and start our next uh, podcast and let you know like... how I liked it. <laughs> I I you know you, yeah. 
yeah, we, we will not be discussing uh, the thing 2011 uh, in a couple of weeks. I, I think what we should be discussing, also tied into the Scandinavian yeah. and snowy theme, yeah. is, uh, is the movie uh, Let the Right One In. Have you seen that one? I'm in, yeah. How, is is that okay? an okay one with you? I think, I think that's one I, I want to do next. Yeah. I, I love that. It's a Swedish movie, and so like it looks like it's to, to go with the thing where they keep calling the Norwegian Swedes. We can, we, we'll, yeah, we'll do a Swedish movie. Yeah, that that one should be findable. I mean, that's recent. What, what year did that come out? Like yeah. ten years ago or something, or eight? Okay, yeah, okay, thirteen Probably. years ago. And also, re, shitty. There's a shitty American version. There is, there is. Uh, I didn't see it, but really? there is one. It's called slight, something slightly lame. different. For the 2011 thing, let by me the way, in it or something, totally or did let, the thing some, that yeah. um, I felt would have been bad in the original. There is a woman, there's a chick in the cast. Which is what? No. Oh. Oh, they didn't. They there didn't do the. It's not like the Ghostbusters the twenty whatever, and like where it's just it, all women. It definitely or? is intriguing because it gives a little bit more information as to what they're there for. The woman who's there is a paleontologist, so I wouldn't have guessed that is their job there. Uh-huh. Like, why a paleontologist would be there? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, but yeah, and, and Antarctica, that makes some sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's where, you know, they find like woolly mammoths or something, you know, frozen or like wherever. They can find life forms from earlier ages. So maybe, but I'm still not going to watch that fucking thing out of principle because there's no, there's no need to remake it. Just like I didn't need to re- rewatch uh, Steven Soderbergh's version of Solaris, you know. Which people have told me is pretty good, but like I, I have no, Money. there's no reason That's for me to watch that. They want it I don't to know attract why like the American audience. <laughs> no, I mean I. No, uh, yeah, that is of my course. question. For we so all know many this, films but I I, I'm just saying. It like, seems why? like a lot of the movies I like always tend to get remade <laughs> eventually because I like a lot of older movies. Yeah. Just. Oh yeah. Hmm. No, but they should be remaking shitty older I like movies. Some shitty older movies. Have some new take or different take, you know, like I don't know, some I'm other to think, like, a lot of... wrinkle. Okay, would it be harsh to say like Ed Wood movies are shitty like, older movies? Because, like, they're crappy quality. Like, he's known for that. I think... Ed... Yeah, Ed Wood is famous for being, you know, like the worst movies ever made, blah, blah, which is also another kind of like reverse marketing thing. But uh, Ed, mm. Ed Wood did all he could with, with the materials, exactly. and like what he had, you know. He was, he was a true independent filmmaker, you know. Uh, so, and his yeah, movies are like charming in a way that many, a many big movies. production movies just aren't. I mean... I mean, look, I'd, I'd much rather watch any Ed Wood movie, even his stupid nudie movies that he spent most of the latter part of his career doing that are pointless. Uh, they're just like soft porn, basically. Uh, I'd rather watch that than like almost any Marvel Universe movie, like a, right now, you know, like any day of the week. You know, or, or, I don't know, the, <laughs> the really true, the most horrific movie of all time, 
Forrest Gump, you know, which I'll <laughs> which we'll never cover on this podcast because I refuse to expose I like myself to it again because I don't have Forrest enough Gump a horror movie. My you know, I, I'm just gonna say there are go so much more wrong in that movie <laughs> than like what we initially were criticizing, <laughs> like. I, I don't even want to go into it, but there's, like, so much wrong in that movie. Yeah. Even beyond that, it, it's, it, it's, it's just, It's wow. super, like, happy history. I, 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 yeah. You, yeah, and, yeah, Zemeckis, uh, you know, the director of that, is even worse than Spielberg that way. I think they've worked the, together. The ha- happy history, American mythology stuff. Yeah. He's even worse. Oh, no, yeah, they're too, super tied together. Uh, but Z- Zemeckis is like, yeah, I don't know what the political analogy, but he's like like when like mm-hmm. the, you make the perfect machine, you know, like the scientist makes the, like the, the android, you know, like t- to carry out <laughs> its, his worst ideas. And Zemeckis is that of Spielberg, kind of. <laughs> he's the perfect that machine that like Spielberg built. <laughs> to carry out his nefarious, nefarious order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zemeckis has a series of her horrifying that that fucking snowman movie. That ooh. That 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 and that weird uh, uh, the CGI snow the what the fuck is it called? It's horrifying. All I can say is animated. I tried to look it up thing. and. Uh, I can't Literally, even remember the name said, of it. Did you mean Kamikaze <laughs> Snowmen? And then the only thing that showed up then beyond that is, how is Kristen Stewart dating? Yeah, there you go. I know. My Google search is getting really weird. Oh. This is uh, so... Oh, the, oh, there it is. Polar Express. This Kamikaze <laughs> Dragging Tom Hanks. What a horrifying down. film that is. Uh, even for five minutes. Yeah, because he's Forrest Gump too. <laughs> Who me? Tom Hanks is also blameless. T- T- Tom Hanks has done some good stuff, yeah. actually. Like Charlie I, I don't Wilson's have a problem with Tom Hanks, but he he makes weird choices. Fond of that one. At times. That again is another Rah Rah America one. No, no, that's a terrible movie. Yeah, uh, no, but he's, you know, he's sort of, he's the modern day James Stewart, you know, that, that's his role in American movies, you know, he's the, the ah shucks guy, you know, I mean, he even writes books for, about like how much he loves typewriters and shit, you know, he, he's really, he's very, very wholesome, and I think he actually is, you know what I mean, I think it's legit, but yeah, he gets used I mean, by seriously? these fucking, uh, I think a lot know, of people like refer to him as like America's dad and their, shit like that. For their yeah. own ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I I don't fault him for that. I, you know, that's you know he's 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 got Looking a particular up Tom set Hanks, of skills. I just found out there's an asteroid named you know? after him. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> see, if you're famous enough to have an asteroid named after you, you you've made yeah, it. Yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure many, many Americans but would yeah. love to live on the asteroid called Tom Hanks, but you know. But yeah, Polar Express is like this, you know, like this creepy CGI dead eye animation motion capture thing. It's ooh. And but oh yeah, a lot of it like hit all that Back to the Future shit. Uh, if you rewatch those movies, there's this longing to mm-hmm. go back 
to a mythical past that never was, this like 50s thing that he does. And uh, yeah, it's, and then, yeah, Forrest Gump is the, you know, like the logical conclusion of that. Just as like, you know, say, call Back to the Future, Reagan, and Forrest Gump is Trump, you know, like. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're definitely losing fans. You know, one one leads to the other. It's part of the same thing. (laughs) Oh, and now look, oh. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, and now, now he's going to make Why? a new. I see on his i on his on the Wikipedia he's making Pinocchio. Fuck him. There's there's yeah there's some there's actually a really good version of Pinocchio you know, that this Italian guy made last year that nobody saw because of COVID, but uh, with really creepy effects and it's <laughs> it really restores some of that like mm-hmm. creepy fairy tale. Uh, vibe from you know the source material, which is a children's book <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so weird. meant to scare children. <laughs> also, my definitely my favorite Disney movie mm-hmm. uh, as the long uh, the or the Pinocchio cartoon. Hey, the whale, yeah. You know, which is, or is that has the some real boy legit thing? scary shit in it. Yeah. Well, the the the, the Ooh, island the of the the Lost Boys. You know, they turn into donkeys, you know. I know that, that, that horrified... Yeah, that horrified generations of children. <laughs> but yeah, I lo- that's great. Uh, and, and yeah, Pinocchio's been remade many, many times. But uh, yeah, the only one I've liked, is, aside from the yeah, Walt Disney cartoon, is this, this one that was made like last year or the year before. Yeah, it. yeah, it's available on the... Streaming services. I know, uh, yeah, the thing. So yeah, we, we've gone like all over the place the as Arctic, always. Uh, <laughs> killing each other. Yeah, it relates. I mean, yeah. Eventually, yeah, I'll convince you to do their like the epic, I say, the epic podcast so about all this. the versions of so, the yeah. invasion of the it. body snatchers. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. This is. The, the, this is what it's all leading to. Eventually, at some point, when, when we yeah, when our get when we get our thousandth, thousandth uh, you know, Patreon subscriber, we'll we'll do a seven-hour show about every every version of the invasion of the body snatchers, and we really are due for a new <laughs> so one to, oh, to cover God. the Trump era. It it, it begs for it. <laughs> okay. We really need come on come on film school. Kid direct like, want to be directors. Make your body snatchers, Columbia. you know, because like, we need like a fifth you know, one. I think there's four. I'm sure one of them will be like, "Yes, that's a great idea." Yeah. And it's it's a sort of like antidote to this like the the sequel and remake itis, because mm-hmm. the body snatchers movies are all kind of distinct. They're not remakes of each other, really. They're they're just taking this story, this very basic idea of like, what if you know you woke up and your neighbor was possessed by something, you know, mm-hmm. and taking over the world, and it just applies it to whatever age that it was made in, you know. So there's like a Red Scare one, then there's like a there's like a seventies like kind of Cold War one, and there's yeah. an eighties one, and there's Shouts a two thousands one, and we're, we're, we're ready you, for the one. next one. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we need we need more uh, 
sponsorships and product tie-ins for for a podcast. We're Fuck ready yes. to do those live reads. Just <laughs> operators are standing by. All right. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. I think we've done it once again. <laughs>